Welcome to the Small But Massive Podcast. I have uh, three special guests today. I have Rufus beside me here, who's chilling out, who's just about to fart on me. What, what, Rufus, what are, what are we doing here? Chill out, that's boss. It, that's you just there sit now. down. Rufus, who is Wally's dog. Um, we have ocean, ocean, ocean <laughs> waves. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, Philip, uh, Philip James Wallace, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, creative tutor, father, all-round star man. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Ocean uh, songwriter, tutor, all-round top lad and father, and who has just become another father recently, two weeks ago, to a wee baby girl. Congratulations. Thank you. So, we normally... Uh, uh, do uh, you're going to do a couple of unplugged songs for us after you know sure. just after the podcast? So do you want to tell the people out there what the song uh, what the songs are called and uh, okay a wee bit about them? We're going to do I think we're going to do Dear Richard, which was our last single. Um, no, which was our second last single. It's going to be in the new album, which is coming out soon. Yeah, I like and that. it's uh, to call long story short, Oshin found a letter in the library at uni. And was, it was, it, was it a love letter? Yeah, uh, dear Richard. Yeah, and like uh, a fantastical love letter. Uh, was it uh, quite naughty or was it quite heart wrenching? Very angry. Uh, was angry it, letter? An angry letter. Was, was Richard letter. sort of? It was all over for Richard. Is that what we're saying? Aye, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So whoever this Richard guy is, anyhow, we. Well, do you know what? <laughs> what I will say on behalf of Richard, if you're out there, you know. And you are out there, and you are listening to the lads. You know, this is for you. Uh, it was in a, it was in a book about uh, yeah. about uh, baroque music. Yep. So I left it. <laughs> I left it back. I left it back in the book. I didn't take it with me, so it could be still there in the library, McGee. If Richard needs to go on, go and look for it, any Richards out there that? What year was out there? Just uh, that'll be about twenty eleven, about ten years ago. Ten years ago. So Richard. You're out there now, and your age will not give it away, because uh, you could be married now. You could have met the love of his life. He could have children. He could have a mortgage. He could have a nice, fancy job. You know, we could know well about it. But, and so that's one song. And what, what's the next song? It's well, our like, most recent single, which was out a few weeks ago. It's called We Are Your Government. We Are Your Government, and it was getting great plays, and it was getting great write-ups on, online. Yeah. So what I will say is, uh, so people just keep a... And I on our social media and Glasgow YouTube channel, you'll see the lads doing the performance. So tell us this, guys. So I have two of you there, like a double barrel. So I could shoot a question out and it goes, do, 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 do. That's more than double. But that's just, I was feeling <laughs> the a group. triple barrel. I was feeling the, <laughs> you all listening up, are you? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. So, feeling good. Wally and Oshin, uh, growing up when you were younger, right, in primary school. Uh, yes. For Wally, for you yourself, uh, in the early days, I know Oshin, you were Donegal man, and for you, Wally, you grew up, wasn't it the waterside in Derry? That's right, sir. So what was primary school like for you? For me? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I, it, was I, it was grand, I think it was grand. I can't really remember much about it, yeah. to be honest. It was and happy times. Music, there was no problem. Music ways, was there problem. music about? You know? Well, I, I played the, I sang in the choir, and I played the French horn. And I played the French horn for years, but I started that in primary school. And I started singing in the choir when I was really young. So it was, and I was playing in the orchestra and getting out of class to go and sing or, or play so in the band. And when you say orchestra there, was that like a primary school kind Pri of well, a brass orchestra? Band, I was it just your school or was it schools got together and stuff? No, no it was just uh, Everton Primary School. Yeah. 
and, yeah. and well, obviously, it must have been a, a real musical school, and if you were able to get all that access, ah, it was pretty good. I yeah. think, thinking about it now, yeah. you know, you didn't think about it then, but yeah. I, were, I was lucky. And wh- what about teachers and stuff? Was there any sort of music teachers that you still would know to this day, or from primary school? Yeah. No, but the, my secondary school or was Foil, Mr. Yeah. West. He was a music teacher. He was great, actually. Robert Goodman, who plays trumpet, still in bands. What band is he playing now? Plays a berserk. Yeah, he 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 would have taught me in secondary school uh, the French horn as well. There you go. So, and I never know, knew I you played. I never knew you played that. I don't. I don't. I haven't played it now. Can you? Can I can you? play a wee bit. Of tr- I have a trumpet in the house. I've been practicing that with James. James learned trumpet at school, at primary school. Now, so I've been trying to learn that with him. Deadly. I can play it a wee bit, but. Uh, just so he would practice as well, so we'd have a bit of crack. Like. So you're actually learning a new instrument out of James. I'm always learning a new instrument. Always <laughs> learning a new... Yes. Oshin, over to you. What was it like for you uh, and Donegal and the Fireflung Hills? Tell people where you're from and just... Uh, I grew up in a place called St. John's Point, uh, just outside Duncan Ely, um, which is kind of a wee small village. It's kind of between Donegal Town and Killy Beggs. If you're going to Killy Beggs, you have to drive through Duncan Ely. Um, Primary school, uh, when I was about maybe nine or ten, a couple of guys from uh, Ballyshannon, Bundoran area, father and a son, came and they started doing music lessons on a Monday from three o'clock onwards. So I used to go to them for... Was it like trad or was it just all sorts of uh, music? The guy, uh, Seamus Sweeney and then a son, Brian Sweeney. Seamus taught uh, fiddle and trad stuff and then Brian taught like keyboards and guitars and... All that sort of stuff. That's really good. Did that give you a good insight into, would, would that have been around the time you started playing an instrument uh, yourself? Well, I would have been singing before that. My dad uh, used to play and I was kind of always singing. I would yeah. always been made to sing, you know uh, what I mean? Was it the big sort of Donegal ballads or what? Or was it the big 20 verses or were they short or, you know? No, kind of, <laughs> I was always sort of listening to stuff that my parents would have listened to, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when I was about 11. Daniel O'Donnell. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was about 11 going and singing at something in Duncan Ely Community Centre and I sang Paul Simon, The Boy in the Bubble, a cappella, because I couldn't play at that time. I think it was about 10 or 11 maybe. So that's the kind of stuff I was into. Brilliant. So you mm-hmm. were performing from early on, like mm-hmm. yourself, Wally. And then, so, you what a... What about secondary school? So, Ocean, what you what second? Did you go like, like I went to secondary Kenny? school in Kelly Beggs? Kelly Beggs. Uh, um, uh, there was a music teacher there, Paul Coughlin. Um, and then, but there wasn't a wide lot of kind of other musicians in yeah. there. There was maybe yeah. one or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you find that was well? That's maybe just the way sometimes the musicians that want to do what you you know wanted maybe to do at that time. Aye. Kind of when I got a wee bit older, then I met a load of musicians around Donegal Town and started playing in bands up around there. Yeah, when I was about 16, 17. Deadly. Um, so that's kind of where I started playing in bands and stuff. Yeah, and what about you, Wally? You're doing like traffic signs there. Uh, People sorry, should know, you know, it's like oh, to the left, to the right. <laughs> Just trying uh, to control know, this man, uh, don't want him to knock over a camera by accident. He's all right, he's doing all right, he's, he's doing, doing all right. He's there. doing great, he's, he's doing, doing good there. Um, so. He's the third harmony. People should know, you know. People Aye. should know out there that Rufus is the third. Oh, <laughs> he's actually, he actually is singing on the Lockdown spe- or Lockdown Blues, which is on our Lockdown Special yeah, EP. Yeah. He's, I have him howling in the background while I'm playing the blues. He's all... <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> so he knows these arenas well. So what about you, Wally, in, in, uh, in secondary school? Was there much music and many people about and... Yeah, uh, well, uh, I, yeah, I suppose um, I was still playing the French horn, 
And then I started playing drums, though, which was the big, big change for me then. Yeah. So, which was great. And then I was hanging around with people that were in the bands and that kind of vibe. And then we were forming our own bands at school then and yeah. rocking out. Yeah. And that, would that have been sort of just original material or covers? Uh, and uh, stuff? It would have been covers to start with. But we were writing our own songs straight away too. Yeah, and what about you, Ocean? Then, and when you were you, this happened when you were at secondary school, what? Aye. And yeah. what about you, Ocean? You were saying that it happened for you at secondary school. Uh, I so, was mostly kind of cover bands around yeah. the time. You know, there, there was nobody really, at that time. Maybe late nineties, early two thousands. There was just around Donegal town and that, or even in the whole of Donegal. There was very few people doing the original thing. Yeah, you know. Why do you think that was there? I don't know. Because it's a it's a county that would be from you know formidable with uh, songwriters and big hitters. You know uh, what I mean? And from all different genres of music. And why would that? Do you I, think? I don't know why it was at the time. I think kind of there was a band called the Revs. It kind of went up maybe around two, year two thousand. They were doing their own stuff and kind of I think kind of after that people started going. Oh, hang on a minute! You don't have to play all covers. You can. So they, so do you think at that time for you they said led the way, you know, in a way to show uh, that it they, could be they, done? They had, you know, they, they played a slain and, you know, they had number one albums and all this sort of crack, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just kind of people since that now. I mean, there's, there's so many people doing original stuff around Donegal. Yeah, because know? the explosions happened. And mm. what about you, Wally? Who was your first in in school members of your band and stuff? Are there's any of them still going? Uh, people that played and I hung out with at school. Yeah. I, um, musician-wise, Johnny. Well, Johnny, not for starters. Like Johnny's still pl playing, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm still pals with him. Baldy as well. He was in my class at school. Graham Baldrick. He would have yeah. played in Swanee, Swanee River. Yeah. Played yeah. in Zebra. And, yeah. Um, yeah. There was a whole pile of us. Sort of were tight friends at school. Yeah. All sort of musicians and playing and, different bands with each other. And so the ocean was. Saying there that in Donegal, I suppose at that time it took the revs to start to move. When you were sort of at school, who was the bands that were about Derry then that would have been oh, sort of, you know, creating... Derry was full of great bands back in the early 90s, mid-90s. Yeah. Do you uh, want to mention some of them oh, just for people? Tur Turtle Assassins, yeah. they were my favourite Derry band of all time. And that Rory O'Doherty was in that band. Rory That's right. From Little Hooks, Ardree. We went on Cuckoo. Uh, Cuckoo to get signed, yeah. Um, and Kevin Sharkey played drums. He would have been my sort of drum mentor, uh, fantastic drummer. Um, then you had Stoom as well. and They were signed as well, weren't they, Wally, at the time? Yeah, Columbia. Because I, I remember, were, down, I remember, lethal I remember like, down the gas yard, Stoom headlining one of the gigs way aye. back. Aye. And yeah. like I was big at that time, and there was a big talk at that time. I suppose it, it took a lot of eyes and ears into the city at that time too, do you think? Mm, uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And, and I suppose for the likes of yourselves, when you were coming on then and the bands you were going through, like you, your first would have been, what I came across, my friend would have been like the New Caprice, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would have, was one of my first bands. I yeah. Do you remember one time, I think down in the G sessions, I don't know what it was, and I think I christened one of the bands you came with the Velvet Slippers, but <laughs> actually it wasn't. You came down <laughs> and says, you came, I was up there going, the Velvet Slippers! Here's the Velvet Slippers! Do you remember, right, do you remember that? I go, heal the Velvet Slippers, and I was <laughs> so passionate, I was, you know, I was going to get this band the biggest roar ever and, and, and uh, one of the gigs over the G sessions, and Wally goes, it's not the Velvet Slippers. I says, what? 
it's in you, Capri's. I said, it's fucking too late now. I yeah. think was, there was a few different lineups that band, but I think that was when Maria was in the band. And I think she was all, it's the new Capri's. Uh, you didn't mind. You thought it was a cool name. I don't know why I said it. Because I, I, I've been in the situation there, you know, sometimes you just go blank with bands and you're not sure. But, uh, and then you're, yourself, Ocean, uh, your first original band, who would that have been for you? Uh, Chad's go. Chadsko, because Chadsko played the festival. That's and, right, we played uh, and in 2006. You did, and you were a, a fine bunch of fellas together. And uh, Actually, we used one of your songs for one of our videos. Uh, <laughs> I'm not singing at all, you should know it. Like. <laughs> 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 that one, I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know the song, and he wants me to name it, but I won't. See, by the end of this year, it's going to come. It's gonna I'll go, figure it out. Uh, 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 we're going to have... A, Oh, I had a really good time. That's the one. Now there you go. <laughs> That's yeah. the one. Really good time. And it was, and it fitted perfect because that year it was great weather. Aye. And everything was brilliant. Oh, sorry, Wally. I should say to people out there that uh, Wally's dog's here, and I must uh, forget to stop clapping because apparently Wally told me a story earlier oh. on that Rufus would jump up on the wall and yeah. Wally could walk away a mile and then he'll clap his hands and Rufus would come rolling to him. Pretty much. <laughs> See, so Rufus was sleeping there, and now this has happened. So, and Wally, for yourself after then, the new Capris, uh, yeah. you were a member of the whole Tribe Sings. That's right. And I, I had... Uh, That's uh, going back 20 years now, it's mental. Yeah, I had Paddy Nash in, and Paddy was speaking about it, and uh, yeah. was speaking <clears> about how it all came about, that you got the harp ad and everything else that went with it. How was that for you at that time, you know? And uh, well, it was great. being in the band, you must have been pretty young, were you? Uh, yeah, I was very like early t- 22, probably. Yeah, 21, 22 when I joined up, 22 maybe when I joined the band. Yeah. I think um, it was great. I was, I was in between bands and they, I was filling in for them for the, their drummer Brian Deary at a show, he couldn't make it or something. And then um, they offered me the job then. And Brian Deary passed away recently, yeah, God rest him, yeah. Um, who played for Cuckoo, fantastic drummer. He was a fantastic drummer, so yeah. Lethal. And anyhow, uh, they were all, we're going to the States, do you want to join the band? I was all, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> like, would, would that have been your first trip away with the band, actually? I know it wasn't because you, uh, you had, uh, you were with Roy Arbuckle, but was that before well, uh, well, I was doing a lot of gigs around the country, but I'd yeah. never played in the States or, uh, I can't remember if I'd played in England yet. But I probably I might have, but uh, the states was like that was a big deal because we went out and signed and we were living there. We were yeah. out there for six months to start with, and then we were back out again for another six months over like this sort of two year period. Maybe we were out three times. I can't remember. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it was a big learning curve, and we became really good musicians playing because you were every playing night all the time playing the, for your dinner as well. At, one point here, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, because so, uh, um, well, the cans mounting up, the cans, the cans, <laughs> a lot of lot of cans, um, far too much alcohol, but sure, it was yeah. good crack. but it was good crack, and it was a whole learning experience for you, wasn't yeah. it? And, yeah, uh, I was, it was great, it was proper like living as a band on the road as a unit, yeah, and working together and seeing the same people every day. It was a big yeah. eye opener, and in the states as well, um. So it was crazy. Yeah, and we were there for September 11th as well. So many things, crazy things happened when we were over there. Yeah. Experiences. So. Experiences. But the, the, I suppose like everything, you take the best ones out. Oh, You definitely. remember them and uh, you know that uh, 
you know, you were over at, uh, I suppose, with the band of brothers, you know, had you any sort of highlight times for yourself or any kind of for mad the whole moments? Tribe? Aye. I, 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 well, being in the States, there was a lot of festivals we played. I can't, like, I can't, to be honest, it was so, so long ago now. It's, it's all like a foggy, yeah. foggy dew. Foggy dew. Mountain well, mist, but you there know. was it was a, like it was. So you understand the mountain mist, you know, <laughs> Donegal man. Uh, Wally doesn't because he's a city man. <laughs> he's there in Donegal now, but he doesn't understand. <laughs> Sorry, Wally, go ahead, bro. The mist of the mountain. <laughs> but I was just chatting to someone the other day, like uh, not even about a show, but about the being in the states, and we rented this big house in Hartford, Connecticut, and um, we had this van. It was a Ford club wagon, but we took the back two seats out. And we know furniture in the house, so we used them as our sofa. And we had this big party one night after a show we were playing locally, and everybody came back. There must have been like 150 people in the house. It was chaos. But some guy uh, fell asleep in the seat, and if the deal was if you fell asleep in the seat, you had to get you got the seatbelt was plugged in so he fell asleep and he got he was strapped in and then he woke up and he was trying to get off the seat he, was all, he couldn't get off the seat and, he was all, and then he just like threw up all over himself <laughs> <laughs> strapped to the seat and, like, stra- he didn't know what was going on oh my god we were all that's hanged. like someone you know you're sitting in a house and, a, and, and then something comes from from you know a car or thing and you're and somebody just sort of clips you on and then you're lying there road after waking uh, up and you're going right you're ready to go <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> You're sitting in front of a TV, but uh, no, that's brilliant. And so I suppose at that time, it learned you about sticking together, learned you about what it's like in the road, learned you about uh, what it's like to be signed. Aye. And uh, yeah. to have that behind you. And for the likes of yourself, Ocean, you were, we were chatting earlier on about, you know, you've gone back to your, your parent or father always singing. You know, you would have been, would you have been in and out of a lot of pubs and different, because you're a person that, does trad, you can do uh, rock and roll, you can do, you know, you're a multi-man of music as such, you know, and, out, a, and a brilliant singer as well. I was sort of playing in pubs from when I was about 12. There you go. Really? Because um, kind of small village kind of crack, it's yeah. it's not too weird for a 12-year-old to be in a pub. Aye, <laughs> you know what aye, I mean? It's local, you know what I mean? It took you a while, they were saying. Come aye. on. <laughs> 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 well, you know, you started with missing the mass one on a Sunday. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then my uncle had a pub and there used to be loads of people from Lurgan used to come down for weekends and play play Irish music, you yeah. know. So I remember going to the first time I seen the song coming up. Were you was, on the pints then? I wish I was on the pints. Uh, <laughs> look, he's, look, he's got children now, Ollie. <laughs> the man was on the pints from seven Sorry. years of age. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> <laughs> when that first comedian. mass he missed <laughs> on the Sunday. So, so he so, used to go down and kind of play and sit in and kind of learn how to back trad and stuff and just kind of people I remember people going play along and it's going well I don't know I don't know how to and they're uh, going follow just do what I'm doing you know what I mean then you start yeah. making the connections of what's going on with the music like. yeah and telepathically then by muscle memory you were doing that Aye. and what about all open tunings and all was that fascinating for you, you know they say so, a lot of trad you know Aye, I got into I got into a bit of dad yeah, and that yeah. kind of later on in my teens Aye. you know yeah that's deadly and so he likes you Wally you then we're going through, I suppose, you had a few bands and uh, uh, know that you've been down uh, in the, the underground or cellar or, or whatever and, so, and Davies and so many different aliases and uh, like the likes of uh, your next one would have been Here Comes the Land of Gentry. Yeah, yeah. Red Organs. Yeah, we'll oh, Red Organ, sorry, now. Red Organ, right, so Red Organ was, was next for you, and yeah. what about that whole experience, because you would have been in Chadsco at that time, wouldn't uh, you, uh, uh, 
Oshin. It would have been around the same time, all right. Yeah, so... Well, I, that was crazy. That was like just an insane... It was like the whole tribe sings on steroids, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was a different... It was a big step up. Yeah. Big roller coaster ride. So How was it all? Explain to people out there. So you're sitting there, you come back, you move back home again, and all of a sudden you're in a band that we had up at the festival 2008 and the place was packed yeah. and everybody was loving the vibe. And I remember even being down at uh, Oxygen and uh, the the Orgasmos was playing through the loudspeakers at that time. And I think you were out in tour at that time with... I don't know if it was Kasabian or Razor Light or something like that there. Uh, know, we were playing with loads of different people yeah. and out, out in tour and doing So festivals. how did the whole signing come about, you know, for people out there? Aye, uh, we signed to, well, Vertigo, which is like Mercury, Universal. It was all sort of, it was Universal. And there was a lot of different labels after us. So we were sort of hot property after, we were only a band for like three months. And then there was like, Guys coming to Derry to sniffing around like A&R people. There haven't yeah. been any A&R people about in years in Derry. Yeah. So from that maybe the time deal. of Cuckoo, maybe or yeah, back or Stoom, like yeah, yeah, remains. Yeah. So that's like that was this is like two thousand and four. So we've been you know so and six seven nine. We're we're trying to get a deal with them, but they were offering us a demo deal at the time, and we sort of wanted something more. Yeah. And, and who were they? Were they just they were they're like an indie label? Yeah, it would have been suited us better to be honest. Yeah, we you, shouldn't have really signed um, major. Do you feel that if you had been with an independent that you could have organically went out, released something, got that, built that fan base, and then I think reached up from there? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I think for the kind of band we were, it was the record company was trying to make us something we sort of weren't. They liked us, but then they wanted to mold us into something a bit more shiny yeah, or something. But Was um, there something shiny at that time that they maybe wanted to be shiny along with? Well, you know the way sometimes it can be all shine, you know, bring out the spray and everybody's got the same shine. Uh, such. Well, you uh, know, the, did you think that was happening? Or? Yeah, the bands on their label like were, you know, Razorlight and um, they just signed the Killers as well. You know, yeah. it's that sort of big, they, they had big high expectations for us. But if you look at it too, like the band, I don't think we would have lasted that long with the, the lineup or the, we just, we were going to just explode, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, um, it was orgasmus was about I, to happen. Pretty you know? much. <laughs> you never knew what was going to happen on our shows, and that was pretty much the case of being in that band. You just didn't know what was going yeah, to happen. Yeah, it, it was an explosive. Exciting. It was exciting, explosive experience. Yes. Yeah, and uh, But I suppose, like anything you were saying there, you were in among bands that, were, you know, there were... Big bands at the time, because I, I remember mm. you you chatting me one time about I think it was Kasabian and you and the guitarist. You were saying you yeah, were out in a drink and you were getting on well, and yeah, it, they we were, were good people. Like you know, they were probably starting off the exact same level as yourself then. I know they just broke out or whatever, but yeah, they were doing their second album at uh, Rockfield and Wales. We were there for like three months nearly. It was crazy, and they were in the studio beside us. Like rock. That was a very famous uh, rock and roll studio. Like there was a lot of big everybody's names over recorded the years. there. Yeah, M like Motorhead, Rush, Queen. The Queen did all their like Dermot was playing the the Bohemian Rhapsody piano. Dermot McGowan on a couple of yeah. tracks. You know, uh, Dermy, Dermy. Yeah, 
Yes, Dermot. Dermot, we How's love you. Going? Ocean, do we love Dermot? We do love Dermot. We love Dermot. Miss you. Miss you, and uh, <laughs> all the best when your holidays, and we wish you, wish you <laughs> well when you come back. <laughs> you know, where did he go on his holidays? Ah, uh, Belfast. Oh. He went to the big smoke show he did. Did he? Aye. Like, hit the big time. <laughs> he left one big city and he moved to the other one. He did. Uh, but we love Dermot. <laughs> yes. We mm-hmm. love Dermy. Uh, so if there was an ad break, what would we start with for Dermy? Dermy. Uh, uh, he's a promoter now, isn't he? Or no? Well, I, he's he's currently on uh, furlough at the limelight, and it's kicking. I think he's back, and hopefully in September. Well, we hope that Dermy and all gigs and every type of gig out there and all premises have people and music and really soon, don't we, lads? Yes, we do. Hundred percent. And so. You move away, Ocean, back to yourself with Chatsco. Because even yourselves in Derry, you were building a good profile at a time. I, I you was, know, and this old Paddy Danner, and you want to mention the rest of the guys in the band. I was good crack for a couple of years, but it was kind of the same as what Wally was saying. You just never knew what was going to happen. So we were, kind of, we were all a bit young and mad. Well, except Aye. for Paddy Danner, who was 10 years older than the rest of us. No way. And probably <laughs> should have known a bit better. Aye. But well, Paddy, Paddy was just let <laughs> rip Paddy, from the Donegal. Uncle, Uncle Paddy just take it on my drink. Four more Guinness. <laughs> Four more Guinness, so she knew you're not worldly. Uh, <laughs> Is that the way it was? Like, uh, you know? I remember one time uh, we played at a gig in Auntie Annie's, and Dennis and Ryan in the dressing room started this. It was like a playful scrap. They were just wrestling each uh, other, but they wrestled each other down the whole stairs and down out the front door, and they were still like wrestling each other out in the street. And there's all these people sort of standing around looking, going, "These boys are mental." Do you know what I mean? So you had a bad brawl. Uh, well, it uh, wasn't even a brawl, but they were laughing what was going on. You know what I mean? It was like a playful wrestling match, uh, but but there was love among that. Oh, I who came out the worst? Then, uh, and I don't know. Uh, for Paddy's a big, strong-looking chap. Well, of course, shoulders in yourself, Austin. You know, uh, you're, well, you're, you know, you chop a block. You would chop a good block. For, you would, you know. You know, Ryan for all the wee size of him. You know what I mean? He's you know, Ryan, see, he'd maybe the wee ninja, but uh, that's it. You know, he just the wee wriggle, isn't he? That's it. <laughs> he got the wriggle and he, yeah. did, he kicked you in the ankle. That's, he took you out quick. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know that, Wally. Uh, never underestimate the wee light ninja because they're like butterflies, you know, they fly uh, around like Muhammad Ali. And, uh, but at that time, you know, you released, I think you released a couple of EPs, didn't you? Just the one. Just the one. Just the one we, yeah. we managed to get out. Yeah. And Scruff and all would have been around that time. That's right. I, we would have done a lot of gigs with Scruff and we used to do a lot of gigs with. Uh, I can't even remember the name. There was a band up in the Delawares. Ah, they were great. Ah, they were great. Jesus in my jeans and all. Yeah. yeah. Ding, ding. Did you did a little, little shoes with them, boys? Yeah. Aye. Aye. Down in the under, or on the, or the, the G-Sess and you were down Aye. with them. Aye. I remember yeah. doing a show in the Empire and stuff as well. Yeah. I remember them playing Glasgowberry too. Yeah. Actually yeah. doing this, one of the stages they were playing. Yeah. And like, and then, you needn't. Your uh, man was a great guitarist. Eamon. The guy with the, Three three five. Uh, you know, uh, 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 they're, they're some good old. There was they're not old 70s sound, you know. But old stones on them, you know, and uh, whatever else they had before gigs. We don't know that, <laughs> do we, Wally? <laughs> no comment. No comment. I have no comment there. As Hoshin put it in my ear, there. Go on, say it. Go on, go on. Riffus. You know, you were saying about Red Organ. Do you remember the night um, Paul Epworth? You know, Paul, he's like a, a big, big shot producer now. And he was working with Red Organ, and he came to Derry, and he stayed for a week, and he was staying in my flat for a few nights anyway, um, in Derry. But he came down. We we on the Saturday night. Well, we have this gig in Drapers Town, and he came down with us, and he ended up doing the sound here 
for us when we were playing. He was on here. He he wrote Rolling in the Deep with Adele and uh he he was doing the sound on here. It was quite funny with RPA and I couldn't get it, it was, RPA was terrible, but he made us sound amazing with this really awful PA. There you go. We had an international so he, uh, and he did the like the James Bond thing with Adele and he's produced all these massive right. bands. So what are we saying to this gentleman? That Epworth? Walter from Mr. Yeah. Epworth? Paul Wal Epworth. Paul Epworth, we've said his name, ad break. Paul Atworth. Uh, <laughs> uh, next Bond song. Who's going to do it? Me. Waldorf. And, and Cannon. Oh, Waldorf. And Cannon. Sorry. Waldorf. <laughs> and Cannon. I love Echo. Uh, Waldorf. And Cannon. So, that's what we want. The next Bond song we wanted to come from. Waldorf. And Cannon. Thank you very ah, much. Sorry. So, and also, <laughs> uh, you mentioned here come the land of gentry. Um, one year up at the festival. So it was like it was, I don't know, it was two o'clock, uh, half one maybe, or half two, I'm not sure. But I was over on the north side of the road. And the campsite? Was I, it? And uh, it was all going, like everyone's closed down, and you could thinking, oh, people are just going to chill. Next thing, it's going to be my lead belly. I could hear this from the campsite, and then I didn't know what was going on. And next thing, everybody sang it. Everybody was singing the. The song Lead Belly? Were you up among the two? Oh, I was there. I think I was playing the. Jambi or something? Lethal. Aye. And it went on. Were you there that year? I don't think I was there that year. It was no. it two, was 2008 or nine. It was there. Like, and like another band that you were in, Wally, that, you know, done good and then just, I suppose, yeah. what you had there. Another just blew up. <laughs> I, I, there's a what sort are, of theme, what are the, all the people theme going on out. here. Uh, like a theme. There's it's a not theme. me, by the way. They're no. just saying. Would you um, like to describe the theme? It's just like, a, if it was a movie, what would it be called? Like, Explosive Tales of yeah. Lord Wallace from the Waterside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's set it out there. So, uh, um, but look, at the time, what people should know about the Here, uh, Here Come the Land of Gentry, and all the bands we're talking about here, there's still stuff online, and yourselves, I'm sure. And, uh, but that band, when yet again you come down to sell it, they were, they were another band that everybody sung along with. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and Rio, but I think that band had a, a lot of experienced players in it. And I think sometimes you get a pair of experienced players to Gary Ocean, you know what I mean? And they just have this thing. It's not, maybe they just play their music and it just seems to happen and it was happening for yourselves. And then I suppose, what happened then? Did you just call it a day, Wally, or just? Because uh, remember the big gig in Derry where uh, everybody was in the, the red, and, uh, red and black. I had not much to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had not much to do. I was ready. <laughs> And I think yeah. I had a Gypsy guy. ball. Gypsy ball. With a voodoo, uh, voodoo machine. Yeah. I, uh, I put that shoe on. Yeah, but, but, but remember, Yun's released, Yun's recorded the album for Here Come the Land of Gentry and St. Collins Hall. Oh, uh, the, the live one? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't come out. <laughs> and, and why, well, what, it came out eventually, but aye. but a few, year, a few years later. But that was some night. Yeah, it was amazing. Such a shame, you know, it didn't yeah. come out at the time. Were you there that night, Austin? I missed that one too. Did he not invite you? No, we probably playing. I was probably playing at some wedding or something. Uh, what song? You, uh, 12, it was about 12 o'clock. What do you think you're pumping out? <laughs> Brown eyed girl. Uh, no, not quite that bad. But normally <laughs> it's, it's normally the first dance that gets you. You know, uh, somebody will ask you to play, you know, some horrible Power Down to Tiny song or something. Uh, like uh, <laughs> said, a big slow song, is it? Uh, a big like belt. Uh, <laughs> we completely murdered a, a first dance one time. It was a Power Down to Tiny song. And your man had taken the the... A camera, the video video dude said this beforehand. Can I take an XLR to your desk into the camera? 
And I mean, we murdered it. So Christ knows what they're wanting. Everything's all right here. This man's a professional. <laughs> so the right hand side. We completely ruined somebody's Tierney's totally professional. <laughs> uh, but it was a good memory for them, you know. Oh, I don't uh, look back uh, for every curse, it's a blessing memories. to you. For every curse that comes out of their house after this, it's a blessing to you. And the only one watch it once, anyway. So you're you're 100 that. And Wally, then you were in Cashier Number Nine as well. That's right. Uh, um, a band that was signed. Uh, Bella Union. Bella Union, a, yeah. a really good label. I jumped, I got uh, headhunted for that band, so it was yeah. pretty cool, but the, I joined late uh, after they'd recorded the album, so I'm not playing on the album or anything. I was doing all the like, live shows. Yeah, it was deadly, but it sounded, it sounded deadly. Yeah. Oh, it's, a fant- it's one of the best albums ever to come yeah. out of this country. Yeah, yeah. Paddy Nice Easily. talked about it too when he was on, you know, yeah. a gold star. Mm. He talked about it. What a tune, Yeah. And he called it the perfect song, his favourite song, I think. Yeah. And uh, so the likes of playing. I played harmonic AC and percussion, and they needed. Yeah. To you had the jambies and all. Sound out of congas and yeah, congas and all. Sort of. You, you know, and so was that sort of something they wanted to add to it? I suppose they wanted to give that. They needed uh, their live show was sort of was it was they wanted to sort of make it more happening or yeah. something. So. Well, it was deadly. It sounded deadly, you know. And is it something you think Cashier would ever do? Uh, no, well, again or, well, or ex magician, like I was playing drums yeah, for them as yeah. a session drummer. Yeah, live. so ex magician was it, still cashier, but it was just a new name. Was, that was good. Their album was to be the second cashier album, and then they, yeah. they all fell out and yeah, just classic band stuff. Yeah, um, but they're they've got their new well, album, their new albums finished it's sitting yeah. there. I, I played in one of the tracks. Brilliant. It's from it's gonna it sounds. Pretty good, like to yeah. be honest, it sounds really good. And should so, we get maybe Danny on to chat? Hundred percent. Yeah, well, we well send a message. That boy, Danny, though, he's well shy. He doesn't like being in front of cameras. And Does he not like the cameras? He's all paranoid, aren't you, Danny? Uh, well, what if we put <laughs> what if we put a big screen beside him there and just put the camera this side? Of him? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't see the cameras over here. Do you think we could do that? And uh, well, that's you know, I'm sure. Uh, they're still signed to Bella Union too. That album's going to come out, their new one on Bella Union, as far as I know. So it's things so, will be happening soon. Again, you're going to be hearing more from them. So it's, so are we exclusively bursting out news here that this I could happen? Maybe, yeah. It's, right. it's on the cards. It's, That's brilliant. Well, it's, it's recorded, so it's going brilliant. to be out. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, well, Danny, if if you would chat up, we you know we'll welcome him in. You know, and uh, so now we're coming to the likes of yourselves and Waldorf and Cannon uh, because. I remember <clears throat> Ocean going up uh, to Wally, your flat, or no, your, your office at uh, down the bottom of Magazine Street. Aye, yeah, the Northern and seeing, Counties. And seeing your wee, uh, your new drum set up, and I remember you saying to me, uh, I don't know, Lord Patrick, what's supposed to be, but I'm going to rock it. And you did rock it, you know, you, you, you sussed it out. Uh, Do you want to explain <laughs> to people what exactly it was called? And, Aye, and the Farmer Foot Drum Kit. It's like a drum kit that you play with your feet so it's a proper full sounding kit with a bass drum snare and hi-hats and on the one i have well i have two of them they have six it's a six pedal setup so it frees up your hands for playing guitar and or play you could play piano well, you well what people play need to with your feet you can play anything with your hands with yeah. that at your feet well, pretty much what, what people need to know is um i think you're making it sound a bit easy there because actually uh you're Playing drums, you're playing guitar, and you're playing harmonica, <laughs> and you're singing in between. And uh, I know you both switch and change, but that's. Did you ever think at a stage that you would have been doing? You've went through all the bands, you know the the big, you know you've got up there and it was whatever way it was, and now there's 
you know, seen, and all of a sudden you're multi-instrumentalist. Is that something that you want that Waldorf and Can to be, or did it just no. happen? Because I know you guys, one thing is, are, is you like to practice and have it right because you're experienced musicians. So yeah, you're not going to be going, ah, it'll do all right, that, I must three lines or I must the word, I must the chord. You, you, you know, because you practiced a long time, didn't you, before even the world knew uh, who you oh, were? I, mm. uh, we had to. It was, we were learning instruments. To be, like, I had never... I'd only been playing guitar for, I hadn't been playing guitar that long. Maybe when Red Organ split up, I started learning playing yeah. guitar. But uh, so the foot drum kit was new and doing all that was new. And Ashin never played bass either. So we, and we had to get it right. We didn't want to go out. Because yeah, you were guitar would be awful. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and did you find that strange, you know, uh, was it hard to accept, you know, because you're He's pretty... lethal on the bass now. I know, oh, I know you are, like, you know uh, what I mean, like... I had a bass, and again, because I'm left-handed, so, like, I think a couple of times, maybe when I was younger, I'd filled in playing a right-handed bass upside down with a couple of friends' bands, uh -huh. you know, for a gig or two here and there. Um, but I, uh, switching over to the bass then, I was, for the first while, it was kind of like, oh, Jesus, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm at here. You know what I mean? Huh. But we we practiced that much. See, for the f until we did our first gig, it was just we could have been like our practices. We could have went there at eight o'clock in the morning and not left till two, or eight o'clock in the evening and not left till two or three in the morning. Yeah, at the start, you know what I mean. And just over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because trying to write songs too to get for a set. And yeah, it was goons were playing in the limelight, and Kahar asked us to open up. So we're like, right, we have a show now. So it's it's on. We're a band. Yeah. Officially, so we need to need to be good here. Uh, you're hitting the big smoke. <laughs> uh, you're hitting the big smoke, lads. It's a big, sh that? big show for a uh, first show. Yeah, in the limelight. That's a yeah, big it's a venue. big one. Yeah, mm. we didn't even there was <clears throat> we didn't even have all the songs finished maybe in the week or two before that, so it was pure tense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it all be really nervous? Just I was nerves. Uh, I was uh, thought I was going to kill you over to be honest. Yeah, for people out there, maybe to know it, like um, that never really changes, you no. know. It's uh, and you know because you could be looking at someone there and on stage, and they just switch on just when it, you know you'll you'll do it on a, you know in another few minutes by going up and playing a tune, and you know and it's always a, it's always a nerve wracking thing. Microphones yeah. are nerve wracking, and uh, so I suppose going out for your first gig, knowing that you're doing something different, you're two piece, you're two guys that were used to having you know let's just say that backup. That we army, you know, behind you, that mm. there was always somebody to, oh, I must want there, Paddy will pick it up, or I must want there, you know what I mean? Kieran Duffy will pick it up, you know, or Johnny not, you know, and because, and, and so what was the difference then between playing in a band formula and then there you are in the limelight till a new crowd? Yeah, uh, well, like, I know you said it was uh, like you were, you were nervous, but like, I suppose you had to play the song sometime. And I seen this too. Uh, I don't know if it was around the same time at the Atlantic sessions. Down yeah, I was a few Laporte. probably a few aye. years later. I would have been a few years later. Yeah, aye. you dropped it that night. Aye, aye, because you really like the place was packed. I remember you been down and uh, mm. I can't remember what they called the wee it's bar. Anchor, anchor bar. Because yeah. I, th I think that's a really it's, it's a musical bar. Anyway, it seemed to be uh, the, Ar the Ireland New Zealand, the one where Ireland beat New Zealand. That match was on. So we're sitting going, Jesus, how are we going to fare against this rugby crowd? But we won them over, so uh, it was all right. Like uh, there was some 
bouncy big lads. Uh, <laughs> big lads. But you know, you 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 still get the big uh, chop the wood shoulder. So you were all right, lad. Yeah, I'm looking over at you. And then Wally's got a queer broad shoulder too. You know, right. you wouldn't be outdone. But Wally. You're a Barry Manilow fan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just <coughs> no, no, no. People, people just think you know. You could be in a rocker there, and next thing you say, I really like such and such. People go, what? Yeah, no. But what people should know is, uh, you know, Barry Manilow, legend that he is. You know, my name is Lola. <laughs> right. So. What, what, how did that come about for I you? I was loving with Dermot and being in a band with Dermot for years. It turned into something, the, the crack just, it was just having the crack. We'd always stick Barry Manlow on when we were <laughs> partying. And he had this album, which is the one I played on a Monday night. That was his parents' album. And which apparently he was conceived to. <laughs> <laughs> no way! <laughs> well, so, here, I love you, man, dude. Yeah, no. So, uh, well, well, no. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there going, all right, this is going to be one of these wee nights. They made, they, made they made a wee pina colada machine. And I sat there and, oh, well, just a wee pina colada, Bertha. Oh, yes, Ron, have a wee pina colada. You know, we're about to crack. But, so, um, we'll not say the man's second name, but if people rewind, if people, if people rewind, rewind this podcast, uh, you'll find the name. So, um, there was romance, yeah, and there was birth, uh, there was and there was a legend born. People should know, Aye. and his name was Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, that vinyl sat in our mantelpiece, and it's just covered in scratches. And, a, and a during Monday, it jumps at this point, and it jumped every night. I played it, and everybody's like, "Oh, yo!" And Monday nights, man, on Mondays it was good crack. Oh, brilliant! Uh, so. so you know, I never knew that because I know that you you're great at uh, well, Photoshop. And it's, uh, well, it's, Marty, 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 Doherty, uh, Skates is the Photoshop oh, so legend. Marty Doherty, you hit me and um, Wally uh, Barry Manilow one time on I, Facebook. I, that, was, that was Marty. It looked class. And, uh, <laughs> but, and you also, the two what what I would say is for people out there, you're also music tutors. And uh, um, I was aware of uh, Ocean yourself and Paddy Danner and the Link uh Centre in Derry, a place for what people should know was it was all about young people getting access to music, lessons, um, creative advice uh, for jobs in the industry and uh, learning how to put together songs and everything. Wally, you are a, a tutor who work on many things. You were down here many years ago with me in the Rural Key That's Music right. Project and, yeah. um, and you've done it many times, come down and uh, shared your skills. Now, for the likes of yourselves, and now you're both involved with the great Marty McGill, the innovator of all things music for young people in Northern Ireland. Uh, Marty's got a few projects going. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you want to explain about uh, you know the projects that you are involved in with, yeah. with Marty? In fact, we have a there's a hot house happening, an online one, which we could plug now for Marty because he's asked me to share it on Facebook. Well, uh, Ad time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Marty McGill. <laughs> Nerve Center. Hot House. Hot House. July. What date is it? 5th? 5th of July to the 9th of July. Everything you, you ever needed, it's you there. You don't have to leave your house. Explain to people what's going to happen, Ocean and Wally. <laughs> right. Well, a crack team of mentors. Mentors from the other side of space. Yes. <laughs> I'm a mentor. He's a mentor. We're putting these virtual rooms. And four or five, six students will be in a room, virtual room with us. And we will spend a week writing a song from scratch which then we will record via our mobile devices mobile devices sync them up online and the tutor or the mentors will then put them together and mix them and at the end of the week you'll have a an original song that you have 
written together with a group of people that you might not know. And what's so. happening there is good people. People meet new new people, new friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great uh, for that. People connect with uh, new ideas, and uh, people were able to get their stories across. And, and it's you, great for confidence as well, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. being able to hang out with people and socialize. Any, anything that yeah. gives access um, to young people that uh, are interested in music and creative industries uh, mm. should check it out, and because uh, uh, there's something there for everyone, do you know what I mean? And I suppose it's like ourselves down here with the Rural Key, it's the same thing. Um, there's always people interested, lads, as you know, to get involved, and maybe out there the system should see how effective it is and helping young people and their mental health, Wally, and yeah. Ocean too. Mm. You know, you've, you've both have dealt with young people. And uh, so the likes of... Uh, the children, what people should know about that, you're actually, everything you're chatting about here from the start is now you're passing that on to uh, other people. And I'm sure that makes you feel good too, being out there, being able to do that, Ocean Wally, does it? Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, you see you see a lot of pe people that were doing the doing the workshops and stuff, and then you see years later they're in bands, like the likes of the ones that are chair them. And yeah. We all kind of... 2013 they were all doing the music hothouses and Joe Layton great jazz guitar player he was yeah. in there and yeah he was in one of my bands um, yeah he's just unbelievable he's on like unreal guitarist <laughs> yeah so, so. He, he, at the end of the day you've helped them young people then um, you know energize them to get to where they are now and young Jerem's doing good they're creating lots yeah. of waves and uh, the Touts and Derry another yeah. band that created uh, you know I've heard a uh, couple of tracks of their soon to be released right. debut album it sounds really good yeah. so what we'll so say is so people listen out for the Touts online yeah well, I don't know when it's coming out like but it's yeah. it's right. it's done yeah so yeah. Um, that's exciting for them that's good and you can see that yourselves because obviously you've run it that long many years that you're seeing people now that have grown up and they're doing it and they're following suits of... Uh, what's it, do you think, at the minute, the scene in Derry? Like, I know that... At the mm. See, I know that, uh, like, say, pre-COVID, and I know that we're at a stage now that, for yourselves, um, you're, there's, for... Like, I listened there recently in England. I think it was, like, two-thirds or uh, festivals, independent ones, had cancelled because of... They just couldn't get insurance, you know, mm. for cancellation. And uh, but you guys, you're involved in a festival that is happening uh, yeah. in a few weeks' time, um, which is uh, the Stendhal Festival in mm -hmm. Uh So, what's your thoughts on the run-up to it, uh, and uh, you know oh. how you're feeling about it all? How you feeling about it all? I know, obviously, I'm not going to go into how you're feeling about no gigs because everybody knows it's so drastic. We spoke over a cup of tea about, for instance, just going back to what we spoke about there a month ago about. Uh, passing on your skills to young people and because of the way it is now you've missed out on nearly a whole month's work of working with young people yeah it's you yeah. know so um i suppose in a way that brings up that whole um you know there's people saying now that yeah last year was hard but this year's maybe because of people not opening up it's just going to be just as hard and yeah. this is the year that people need maybe more support you know and uh, and uh, i think that uh, having a festival on and having bands playing like yourselves, I suppose it'll, it'll do a lifter, but how's your feeling on it all and the run-up to it? And well, I am, well, I'm excited to be playing a gig, yeah. that's for mm. sure. And, and you're playing with a band, aren't you? Yeah, it's first time doing this. Um, it's Your band, I've seen one very famous merry man. I'm actually sitting at a table that he made. Oh, right. Uh, and... Uh, 
uh, he, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm going to not make this cryptic, cryptic yeah. for people, but uh, TWBS, <laughs> yeah, that's a good code, isn't it? Yeah. Am I nearly close to the man that's going to join you? Yeah, on stage. On stage, yeah. And get there. Yeah. And who was the other cryptic code? He's a he's a well man. He's a uh, he's a bit of a tight. He's coming from the tight side. Yeah. And uh, as he what so he's sledging a guitar. This dude, Paul's. Yeah. 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 And then what? And what about? So do you, can I mention yeah, the name? You yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Paul Conley, Woodburn Savages. Yeah. Guitar. Yeah. And Jason Feenan from Tights on Drums. So it's big sound now. Yeah. Uh, we, we were nearly finished, or well, just about finished the second album. And I put drums on it instead of foot drum kit. I redid it all with drums. And I was just thinking, let's do a band <laughs> this yeah. time. Just, just because change it, sound, it up. Yeah, it sounded right for it. Yeah, mm. it and sounds uh, really It's going to sound mighty then. Do you find it back to the old days then? Like, you know, having a band around you, it's good comfort. Again, Aye. Do you know what I mean? Not a polo, you know what I mean by that? You know, that extra person, that extra voice. I mean, Paul Connolly is some, I mean, he, I'm sure he'll chant with you and sing along. Aye, uh, yeah, he's, up, he's <coughs> going to do that. So. Yeah. Well, so well if he isn't, we've just said he's going to now. So, uh, he has to. We'll get him. A, uh, he's actually doing it. And we're practicing on Tuesday, so he's been learning the guitar bits or coming up with stuff. So, and now we're sticking a mic in front of him now. So, <laughs> no pressure, Paul. It's, just, it's less pressure than us, anyway. You know, uh, uh, it's less, less, less singing to do. You know, Aye. well, it's yeah. less pressure. He doesn't. He can just worry about playing guitar and singing Sing instead it. of the front drum. Sort of. I do feel it, and it will take a lot away from yourself, Ollie. It'll be and good. It's, but I can't, it's weird. I'm learning to play the songs without the foot drum kit. It's weird. So I can't play some of the songs without my feet going. So that's it. But it's it sounds good. Like yeah, so it sounds really. That's I good. I'm really happy with it. I'm just hopefully we'll do a few more shows. Yeah. Know, so well, that's good because maybe yeah. well look, maybe I suppose for people out there listening, the best thing maybe to do is actually set up a wee small tour. And uh, obviously your new, uh, like your first album, Old Dogs, New Tricks, that's still up there for people. And, uh, you know, really good album. Do you want to tell people about it, where to get it? And, you know, your first album. Yeah. There's actually a couple of vinyl floating around still. People like vinyl. Um, and that's, you just get it at our Bandcamp shop, which is the best place to get it. Yeah, a lot of Online people are going or there Cool now. Discs and Dairy. Yeah. Cool, they, they, they sell our stuff physically and well in their shop obviously in cool discs and then kev mcgee kev's not in there anymore but oh. jason's actually working oh. in there now from totes and uh, lee lee oh. lee mason lee has been there a long time oh. for and he's always been with people that's uh lee D mason and cool cool discs yeah that right that's right though. and uh he's been there a long time even when i was up living he was there and he's always been there for bands and dairy putting out music which is a very positive thing i'm sure yeah. for yourselves you know what i mean uh, that that he's still there yeah it's good it's, you know what i mean because it's it's a thing that it is hard to find there was one and and well there's a new one and mara felt now um nico uh, has a shop that does records and all uh, you know oh, nico. Uh, I, I know nico so nico's got a shop and he's got a, a, a a nice cream place as well, but up above it, he's got a, a, a retro uh, old album shop. So maybe he's a place maybe out. you could yeah. check out, and I'm sure he would accept your album too. You know what I mean? The name has just uh, left me of the name of his shop, but it's it's Nico DeVito. Yeah. And you know him from... The Greased Palm. The Greased Palm, is right. Percussion for them for yeah. a while. Yeah, I forgot Back about the Greased the Palm. And you were with Paddy Nash too. Pa um, at the start. Ardry. Ardry, yeah. And... Uh, 
uh, going back to Art Ray about like you're saying about the trad, that was like a, a whole get together of just the whole pile of musicians. You seem to really yeah. enjoy Art Ray, Wally. Over, aye, we're still know. we're still a band. We just haven't played. Yeah, we're actually yeah. chatting about doing something at the end of the year. So, so m- maybe you'll Christmas come show or something. Maybe you'll come down here with Art Ray because mm. you know a lot of people like the coming down and. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll get this down. And, but, uh, <laughs> so you had a, you released uh, an EP during lockdown for people out there. Do you want to talk about that and say... Yeah, where, the lockdown know, EP? Yeah. That's just, it was just a digital release only. So, and it's still up on our Bandcamp shop, Waldorf and Canon at Bandcamp. Or, um, and there's six songs on that. There's a couple, yeah. couple of live from sh- here. Uh, songs on it from here. From Holy... Remember... <laughs> That's right. We have Dear Richards on it. <coughs> um, I'll sleep when I'm dead and a couple of live singles. But um, Dear Richard is going to be on the album as well, but it's a different version. These yeah. are these are the EP versions. Richard's going to be famous out of this, isn't he? Aye. Yeah. That'd be sort of letter from all That's them years gone by. Still there. Get up into the Baroque music uh, <laughs> section of the McGee Library. And have a look. I can't, remember, I can't remember the exact what exact book, but it was something about back. Sore back, no. Or bad back. Which one was it? You were writing an essay, and you couldn't be arsed that you couldn't be arsed writing about. And, you know, yeah, found it in there. But you know, look, um, another great supporter of your music is Steve McCauley. Uh, you oh, know, Steven's I, I mean. Great. Um, so people out there probably know all about Stephen, but for those that don't, like he, he runs the Electric Mainline uh, show and has been doing great work over the years for bands and Derry and, and Firefield. Yeah. Now it's like the man's show, he's got people from everywhere and uh, showing the power of his show and the style of his show. Like, and uh, I thought I'd just give him a because the likes of yourselves, you know, where you were on where music matters, which is a big thing, it's a BBC thing, and yeah. for people to be on it, and uh, like, uh, so it shows it people out there are getting to your music. I was really surprised we got it, to be honest, just because of the the song itself. It's not aligned with any one side. It's just bashing everybody. Yeah, it is. But I was really surprised that we got plays or playlisted in Northern Ireland because of it. Just I was really surprised. I just thought the video, spent ages on the video going, right, the only way this song's going to get heard is through this video. And, and then the video shared. was good. Did you make the video? Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I yeah, it came out well. It's a good crack. It did, um, and uh, and I suppose, but maybe you were thinking that way. But maybe people and what's going on now were thinking different and thinking this is the perfect song for you know what I mean Ocean, yeah. for now to happen. You know what I mean? And maybe you were on the pulse. Yeah, you know, which is a good thing. Uh, so. What I would say is, for yourselves, there's a new album coming out. Yeah, it's it's nearly done. Like um, um, I keep saying it's nearly done, but it really is nearly done. I uh, think if it hadn't been for the whole COVID thing, it probably would have been out last year. I and it wouldn't have been. I would have wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have. It, sorry, I can't speak properly. I just wouldn't have been happy with it. Uh, the COVID thing. The COVID thing took the risk to or took the rush it. out of it. Did uh, it? I took a rush out of it, and because you could have been, you know, with a lot of people coming in here, lads. There's um, everybody's had to sort of rejig and reformulate and replan, you know. So it's a case of just, uh, I suppose, with your new album, you do that, and hopefully, um, if you're out and about, we'll maybe get you down for a gig, and uh, whether 
this man's with you or you're a two-piece or a five-piece or uh, going back to your evangelist choirs from your young days, <laughs> whatever you want to bring, like you can bring, you can do, do you two, bring 40 singers, and, uh, you know, if you want to, we're, we're happy, like, and we don't have enough mics for them, but uh, we, can, we can sort you out. We were actually chatting to different people, like Cahar and Connor were originally going to do it, but they've, they've been sort of busy, yeah. but we've got a sort of pool of um, musicians that are going to hopefully rotate and play when they can. That's really good. Which is, will keep it exciting for us. Aye. And, and hanging out with different people too, and there'll be different takes on what we do. And um, Phil Curran used to play drums with Glenn, and was even chatting to Kevin Sharkey yesterday about yeah. it, and a few other heads. Like there's a few different people. Kevin's a good singer too and player way back in the day, isn't he? Aye, drummer. Aye, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so, well, lads, from a small but massive podcast uh, over to Waldorf and Cannon, they've been great guests. Yeah. Um, we, uh, there hasn't been any of them rolling fights you were on about, no, Ocean. not yet. We've been camped. Uh, <coughs> the man has been a legend. Rufus. Rufus. Has, Rufus, you have been a legend. Uh, I love the stories you were telling me, but I can't tell the people them <laughs> because the, the, might, the lads might roll and fight me. But Rufus has been a great guest. Ocean, you've been a great guest. Wally, you've been a great guest. Philip James Wallace, Ocean Kincannon. You're going to give us a couple of songs. Give yourselves a, a round of applause. And I hope when we do it that uh, well <laughs> oh, Rufus is going to... Well done, Rufus. Well done, well Rufus. Oh, well done, Rufy. Yeah. Oh, give us a wee dance there, Rufus. Ding, 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 Hey, he loves it. Look at that tail go. He is pure rock and roll. Thank you very much, everyone.